Hi, my name is April Kirkwood. Welcome to Life with Love. Let it happen. It can happen for you. Today, we're talking about the ultimate destruction of self and how that happens. There are four reasons that we are going to go through that kind of trick us into believing in things that um, are not really true. And the belief gets bigger than who we are. And then we go, you know, and um, at the very least become depressed, at the very worst, commit suicide. And it doesn't have to be that way. And we're going to talk about that. But before we get started, let's just find a place where you're feeling safe, relaxed, where you can kind of block out everything in the world that is intruding on your oneness with self, on your oneness with source, on your oneness with happiness. Let's take some breaths. Just let it go. God, everybody is crazy right now. World news and events. I think I'm not even going to watch the news for a while. It's just, it's a downer. If you're not feeling depressed and alerted about that, that means you don't have a heart at all. And then we're talking about narcissism, which I don't even want there. Um, But that's not you. And for us to be concerned is a very, very real aspect of the gentleness and the ability for us to care for others, which is a good thing. Uh, Let's set our intention and you can make up your own or you can use mine. My intention is that I find who I really am and I'm comfortable with that and without deception to myself or anyone else. And so it is. So we grow up and we kind of take on like four different types. Like I've kind of thought about four different types of personas. Um, One, as adults, we take on all these roles. Right now, I'm a role of a counselor, uh, a coach. Another time, I'm a role of a mom, a daughter, a student, a teacher, a homeowner, a a car driver, a subway passenger, um, part of society, uh, a member of the United States. We take on all these different roles, which is normal. And usually for most of us, it's fluid. So not all of these lead us down a dark path. In fact, some of them are very important to give us some stability. It's when they get uh, left of center so far that um, we get lost. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Then there is the image that we have learned about who we should be as children. I am feminine. I am male. Um, I am straight. I am gay. I am Italian. I am Jewish. I should act this way. I'm a Catholic. I'm a Protestant. And we get segmented and we get told from very early little, you know, babies who we are supposed to be. So we have, as adults, we have these roles we're playing. We have the lessons and imprints that we have as children and what we've been told uh, about who we are and what we should believe and how we should act. And then also, we have the expectations now of society, mass marketing, and media. 
How is a a 13-year-old supposed to act? How is a 21-year-old girl supposed to look? How is a male supposed to behave in the world? Also, the rules are changing. So not only do we not understand what they are when we're growing up, but now like they're fluctuating so much that it's it's mind-boggling. Even to me, you know, I have a, a new grandbaby. And I'm like, okay, how am I, you know, what am I supposed to say to her to give her good self-esteem, but to give her freedom to find her own way? And it's a slippery, slippery slide. But society... Uh, even women my age, you know, there's a lot of expectations um, and there's a, a lot of nasty um, generalized thoughts that I, you know, I hear them like you're an old hag or you're over the hill or um, you have nothing to uh, value to communicate to society or you still have a lot. Um, for 60 year olds and anyone older, this is the first time that we are really writing our own story on what the new 50, 60, 70, 80 year old woman is supposed to be like or can be like if we choose to be. My grandma was actually staying home, babysitting all of us kids, going to church, nothing's wrong with any of this, and um, just kind of sitting in a rocking chair and not doing much. Today, women my age are starting businesses, starting new relationships, traveling on their own, um, becoming very, very independent. And so we're trying to find our place with that. The LBGT movement, um, whether it's which restroom to go to or how to dress your child or how to act uh, playing sports, going to prom or mating or having children it's it's mind-boggling so we have the expectations of our childhood we have the new roles in society then we have the pressures of society that the status quo thinks you should be acting like and then we have our own perceptions our own values of what we think we want to do to make it And um, am I supposed to be thin? Am I supposed to be well-bred? Am I supposed to be educated? Am I supposed to be rich? What kind of talk car am I supposed to have? Am I supposed to rebel against society? Because I saw my family members all got divorced and didn't like anything anyhow. I mean, we're all trying to filter our way through. Uh, We have more opportunities to make decisions than ever. But with more of that, it becomes somewhat convoluted. So, so where does this all fit in? Well, we have, so we create out of all of this, well, what childhood, the roles we have to play to survive in society, expectations from our family, um, the new expectations that are wide open for debate and our own perceptions of who we think we want to be. We put all that together. And, um, I always like to say it's, we have created to go out every morning when we open the door and greet the world we have our ideal self especially when we're dating we have our dating self on you know um uh we also call it our public self our um, guest self the self that we portray to the world um a lot of celebrities have an image 
that they um, have. And a lot, you know, when these we walk up to these celebrities, these celebrities say, you don't even know me. And that's the truth. We don't know them. We know the image. and But we have our own image that we put forth to everybody. The problem comes in with all of this is when the ideal self gets so far away from the real self that we become disjointed. We don't know who we are. We're not comfortable in our skin. We feel like we're living a lie. Or worse than that, we don't know what we're doing at all. I mean, this can really take you over the edge. My goal, and I'm going to give you some pointers. Um, You go on to my website, aprilkirkwood.com. And um, there's some pointers that I'm going to give you, some tips for really asking certain questions of who you truly are. Because if the ideal self gets too far from the real self, then once again, you have mental health problems, which can exacerbate into a really, really bad situation. So today, I want you to think about who's my ideal self and how much of that is my real self and how well do I blend the two together I want you to be happy you can have a life with love you can let it happen but you're going to have to do some really introspection and perhaps make some changes in your own thought process I don't really care what anyone else thinks about you and neither should you I care about you in the quietness of the night when you go into the bathroom and look into the mirror that you're okay with what you've done today with what you're planning to do tomorrow and you feel like you're in a good place my name once again is April Kirkwood thank you so much for joining me I love you, I praise you, I appreciate you. You are God's child, even if you don't believe it. Great things can happen to you if you let it. And nothing can stop you. No one in the world has power or has as much power uh, over your future, over your happiness, than you. Until we meet again, stay well, be kind to one another. And so it is.